One of the best parts of going to Disneyland is eating everything you can get your hands on. When you're covering 10 miles a day, I figure you get to eat whatever you want. From the Mickey waffles and the Ghirardelli ice cream in California Adventure to the perfection of a Dole Whip and the beignets in New Orleans Square. Today's episode is all about finding the best eats in the happiest place on earth. I'm Katie Trotier, and I'm here to act as your nerdy guide to Disneyland and California Adventure. Some of these food items I have experienced, and some I have not. Some are new, and it's been a year and a half since I've been. When you think about Disneyland and food, these are some of the first things that come to mind. The Carnation Cafe is one of the most iconic places for food in Disneyland. Chef Oscar Martinez has been creating tasty delicacies for their menu since the very beginning of the park. Deep-fried pickles and loaded baked potato soup are my favorites, although their fried chicken is delicious too. You can still catch Oscar in there, despite the fact that he's retired. If you friend him on Facebook, and he'll friend anyone, he lets everybody know when he's going to be in the park. And he greets you like he's known you all his life. The Monte Cristo sandwich at Cafe Orléans and the Blue Bayou is another famous dish, although I've never tried it myself. I have tried the beignets, which are crazy good and shaped like Mickey's head. If you want characters along with your fabulous Mickey waffles, head to the Plaza Inn for the character breakfast. It's a little spendy, but a ton of fun for the kids and the grown-ups too. You can get some autographs, catch many photos, and eat your weight in bacon before you walk all day. The Tropical Hideaway is a new restaurant in Adventureland that opened last summer. I've seen photos of many tasty treats, but most noticeably are the variations of the famous Dole Whip. I saw one the other day that was orange in addition to the usual pineapple and had a dusting of tagine on it. I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to Dole Whip, but that looked really delicious. One foreign thing I find acceptable in my Dole Whip is rum. If you prefer your Dole Whip on the boozy side, head for Trader Sam's in the Disneyland Hotel. They're a full-on tiki bar with a menu full of food and many rum-filled cocktails. If you need something as a foundation before you drink as much rum as Jack Sparrow, have one of those huge and vaguely obscene turkey legs in the park. Portable and low-carb. Another good option if you're going low-carb is the Bengal Barbecue. It's the one in Adventureland that always smells so enticing when you walk past. You can kick up the spice on their kebabs if that's your deal too. You can also kick up the spice if you buy one of those bowls of clam chowder in New Orleans Square. They come in bread bowls and there are little teeny packets of Tabasco to bump up the heat level. I also found that clam chowder and the loaded baked potato soup from the Carnation Cafe at a restaurant on the wharf in California Adventure last time I was there. If you're needing dessert, I've heard the gray stuff from the Red Rose Tavern in Fantasyland is indeed delicious, as Beauty and the Beast claims. My best friend Lindsay is very fond of the Matterhorn macaroons from the Jolly Holiday Cafe on Main Street. 
I mentioned the Wine Country Trattoria in my first episode, but it's a lovely sit-down restaurant in California Adventure with indoor and outdoor seating. Nice Italian fare, and you can get a glass of wine to help with the sore feet. Steakhouse 55 is more on the fancy end of the spectrum that I've heard rave reviews about, located in the Disneyland Hotel, like Trader Sam's. If you're feeling fancy and like you'd pay some good cash to sit down at the end of the day, which is me, there are food packages for both Fantasmic in Disneyland and World of Color in California Adventure. You get a chair, closer seating, and some tasty food. I've done the one for World of Color, and it was a perfect grand finale to my trip. I highly recommend it. Flo's in Cars Land is a great place for some very tasty ribs, and I hear a fabulous breakfast. The ribs I can confirm. I haven't tried the breakfast yet. While you're in Cars Land, the Cozy Cone Motel has some very good chili verde, and all of their food is served in cones. Clever. So it's highly portable as well. What about downtown Disney, you say? Tortilla Joe's is great for Mexican food, and lots of it. Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen is another great source for some Cajun food. For the first time in history, you can get alcohol in Disneyland, outside of Club 33, with the opening of Galaxy's Edge. There's now a cantina in Black Spire Outpost, where you can get a nerd-themed adult beverage. You can also try the blue and green milk, which I hear tastes citrusy, and find some pretty good food. And last but not least, Pizza Port in Tomorrowland has this chocolate mousse that I got twice the last time I was there. So good. If you're short on time, I know the Disneyland app will now let you buy food from some of the restaurants ahead of time. This is a new addition since the last time I was there, so I've only heard stories of how it works. There's a ton of good food options at Disneyland, and we've barely scraped the surface of what's out there. Got any favorites that we missed? Tell us about them in the comments. We'd love to have suggestions for what to not miss next January. Our trivia question last time was what addictive snack food was invented at Disneyland? The answer? Doritos. They had some stale tortillas and Doritos were born. Today's question? Before Mickey Mouse, what Disney character was suggested to be the Sorcerer's Apprentice in Fantasia? To find out the answer, you'll have to tune in next time. To close off our episode today, we'll end with a quote from Ratatouille. This much I know, if you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff.